Hello and welcome to Misrepresented, the podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and my co-host, It's your girl, True. Welcome back. We have yet another exciting episode for you guys today. We're going to get into um, some pretty interesting topics today, but we're going to kick it off with our week in review. If you are a California native or you live in California, um, I'm pretty sure you're watching a lot of stories regarding the um, fentanyl crisis. We have recently in the past month or two, we've had a lot of stories regarding high schoolers overdosing. Um, and some of those have been confirmed um, fentanyl overdoses. Um, but we did this week receive a story regarding seven students, and they were middle schoolers who overdosed. Uh, and at this time, this report was made on December 2nd of 2022. Um, it's still unknown what exactly the substance was that they overdosed, but they were sent to the hospital. They were all uh, discharged from the hospital. Um, but as of right now, we don't know what exactly that substance was that they overdosed on. But I did want to want to touch on it because we do know that we've had a lot of stories recently where it was confirmed that it was fentanyl, but they were high schoolers. So just to confirm, uh, all of these students survived, right? Correct. Okay, thank God. First, we want to start there. Now, second, you're saying that no one knows how they took it. Did anyone speak up at any point? Is there an update on the story? Like, that's that's crazy to me. It's kind of scary to not know how they ingested it. Right. So right now, so officials cannot confirm what substance was consumed. So that leads me to believe that it was taken by mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and statements from the LAUSD, LA Unified School District, um, out of abundance of caution, the school requested medical assistance for the students. Um, and also, it says that the incident did not involve fentanyl. They added, they wanted to make that clear in the, in, in the story. But however, they can't confirm what the substance was, but they can confirm it wasn't fentanyl. Like it wasn't, wait, wait, wait. Like they didn't take the fentanyl pill. What do you mean by that? What do you mean when you? So from from the article, it says that uh, fentanyl was not involved. However, we can't completely rule that out if we're saying the substance is unknown, if that makes sense. So the report says that it wasn't fentanyl, but it's an unknown substance. But they reported it under the title, ah, just after suspected. Interesting. So now we have another drug floating around that we need to be concerned about. I mean, we're already naturally scared of fentanyl. They're, you know, giving out all types of resources for people to test their drugs and test things so that they don't accidentally uh, overdose on fentanyl. And now there's this new unknown substance that people are overdosing on that is apparently hiding. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go so far. We don't know that yet because you know a lot of times kids will still think from their parents thinking it's just like a brownie or something that it's not and then it turns out to be you know weed but i feel like they would know that more immediately they'd be able to tell that mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that hard to figure out um 
So maybe we'll follow up and see what's going on on a later episode regarding that. Yeah, perhaps. Let's let's actually talk about some statistics here from the DEA um, regarding fentanyl because I feel fentanyl, people... Well, one thing that I would say about fentanyl that most people don't understand is, one, it is a synthetic opioid, meaning that is man-made and it is lethal. Um, understand that typically this type of drug will be used when it's like an anesthesia. Anesthesia, am I using the word correctly? Whenever you go down um, or you go into surgery and, you know, basically that's the type of, like, you need an anesthesiologist to administer it to not kill you. Like that's how, and you don't need much for it to kill you. So according to the DEA, 42% of pills tested for fentanyl contain at least two milligrams of fentanyl uh, considered a potentially lethal dose. Now, drug trafficking organizations typically distribute fentanyl by the kilogram. Now, one kilogram of fentanyl has the potential to kill about 50,000 people. That's a half a million people. And it only takes 2.2 pounds to take some, some people out. And that's uh, pretty concerning when you think about it. Very concerning. Yeah. And like, what are, what are we doing to, to um, combat this? This seems like this is an issue. I feel like every week I'm hearing about somebody dropping dead from fentanyl. And it's hitting a lot closer to home, too, because um, some people that I've, you know, went to work with, had uh, a relative that took a what he thought was a pill for a headache that was offered to him at a gym and he died in his sleep and that was the first time that i'd ever heard about fentanyl and then after that it was like more stories of people getting you know a pill that they think is for a headache at the gym and it killing them you know in their sleep and then it moved into now it's just like flat out just death parties, meaning several people will be in the house and seven come out in body bags, you know. And I, I started hearing that and seeing that and just being like, why does it seem like, OK, well, I didn't see one or two, you know, coroners here this week in my apartment building or yeah, mm -hmm. like that type of close to home. Or why did my friend just tell me that he just went to go drop off some sea moss at one of his friend's house and then the next day. Those same five people that he went to go drop the sea moss off with are found dead. Like this is this is a huge problem. This is a crisis. What are we doing about this? This is scary. Yeah, and I think the dangerous part is is that a lot of it happens. All of the most of it is people don't know they're they're getting something. They think they're getting something else, and then it includes something they didn't ask for. Right, but but now it, it's it's. You know how you have to like educate yourself on something that you don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, now test your drugs. Don't just take stuff just because people giving you stuff. You can't mm -hmm. trust. Them. I don't. I don't. If I have a headache, people just be like, you know, at work, right? When sometimes they be like, oh, well, you got a headache. You know, here's this pain pill. No, no, no. If I didn't buy that pain pill from the store, I ain't <laughs> taking it. I'm dead serious. If I didn't see it come out the packet, if I did, if it don't say my doll on it, I ain't taking it. You know. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And good. I, it need to come from me. Right. Better yet, don't don't do drugs at all. Don't do them. <laughs> Stay away. Right. <laughs> that headache you got, you better drink some water and go to sleep. Exactly. Um, but speaking more to that, uh, I, I did hear on the news on December 1st, uh, 
Charges were filed in connection with a massive seizure seizure of fentanyl pills and powder. And this was by um, the Los Angeles County District Attorney, um, George Gascon. He announced that a man was charged on the 1st with three felony counts in connection with a massive drug seizure at a Compton home that included six kilograms of suspected powder fentanyl mm-hmm. and more than 25 250,000 suspected fentanyl pills. So that's six kilograms. If we're saying that one kilogram could take out half a million people, that's a couple million people right there. Um, that's a million and 500, right? To be mm-hmm. exact. And they're stating, and it is alleged that in addition to that fentanyl, there's about 5.5 pounds of the heroin, 10 kilograms of powder cocaine, and 6,000 ecstasy pills that were seized in this residence in Compton, which would total to about $4.7 million, $4.17 million um, of drugs. Like, I, I understand trying to catch a bag. It's hard out here for a pimp. However, what I don't understand is you flat out just being a murderer. Because you know that's how Prince, like Prince himself, the singer, died from fentanyl poisoning under the impression that he was taking something that he knew and it killed him right how do you just how do you how do you just consciously do that knowing what's going on that's what doesn't sit right with me and this is just a compton home and i'm like you in compton my dude and you you complicit in this yeah. So seizures like this, you obviously at that level they they are involved, but sometimes it's just people the street people, sometimes they just I'm just I was given this and this is what I was told it was and this is what I'm selling. And a lot of times they're the people that get caught and get charged as opposed to the people who are actually cutting lacing mm-hmm. and, you know, high level distributors. They're still, you know, free, running rampant, doing their thing and we're only continuing to catch. Um the street runners, as opposed to, you know, the people who actually, the crack houses. We need to find more of the crack houses. So I guess this was a win on the side of, you know, that's definitely a lot of drugs that we don't want to see on the street. And we're glad that they're not on the street. Mm. But I think that's enough um, fentanyl talk. Do you think so? Because um, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm about to start giving them some symptoms of Go what ahead. to look out for. Let's, let's... So let's just, just because we on the topic, and this is such a mass issue. I'm just simply going to say this, right? These are some effects that fentanyl have on the body, right? And this is, I guess, why people are overdosing on it or liking it. But there are some positives and there are some negatives here. Now, I'm about to go into detail on that. So positive of what people could consider is like a euphoria, pain relief, relaxation, sedation, um, here's some negatives. Confusion, dizziness, drowsiness, nausea, vomiting, and urinary retention. And then what does it say? Popillary constriction. Don't know what that is. But if you are overdosing or if you're around someone who's overdosing, this is what it will look like. Changes in their uh, pupil size, cold and clammy skin, um, blue discoloration of the skin. Respiratory failure leading to death. So often um, you'll hear their breathing change and their breathing sounds like a fucking struggle. 
uh, get them to the hospital fucking immediately. The next thing is coma, right? They just stop responding. That's another thing. I don't know what a stupor is. I don't know what a stupor is, but it's spelled S-T-U-P-O-R. Let me actually look that up. Give me one second so I can give y'all that. You look um, like you want to say something. So I don't have an accurate definition of it, but it's kind of like, you know, if you're in a drunken stupor, or they just, they're not themselves. You can, can clearly see that they're out of it. It's a state of near unconsciousness and insensibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess, I guess. Um, it looks like there's some information too on, uh, oh, what is this? How do you pronounce that? Naloxone? Uh, people are giving this stuff out for free, which is basically an injection that you can take that reverses the effect of that overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what Narcan is. I don't know what yeah, that Norcan, is. Norcan, Norcan, or Narcan. Is it Narcan or Norcan? I think it's Narcan. So Narcan essentially, um, and they're giving those out for free. So just make sure you check your local areas. Uh, you know, if you do decide to do or partake in drugs, that you test your shit. Um, me, on the other hand, I'm cool. However, find out locally where they're giving it out for free. If you're going to decide to do that, do it responsibly. I'm not condoning doing drugs at all. Please do not. If just be a saint. Um, <laughs> however, you know, if you're going to decide to not be a saint i'm gonna give you the education so go get you know what they're offering for free to help um with this crisis and then um if you do have someone or know someone who's overdosing typically um what do you call the people that could the ambulance they carry this this uh reversal right the medicine but just speaking from experience unfortunately having experience with situations like this um it could take minutes it can take uh, uh, quite some time for someone who has that Narcan to get to you. Um, and so that's time that's life-changing, life-saving. So if you actually have it on hand, as opposed to waiting for a medic to get there to help, mm-hmm. it would be it would be more helpful because every yeah. second counts. But either way, don't do drugs because Please that's the, do that's the best solution. I, <laughs> I don't condone this at all. Like, if, if y'all hear me, y'all hear me today. Like, please just... Y'all be smart out there and be safe, please. That's all I ask. Because life is, is too short. We already losing people to COVID. The last thing we need is this fentanyl shit going around. Okay, so you moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, so, um, so on December 2nd, um, the Houston police have released that a man has been charged with the murder of uh, Migos rapper Takeoff. Um, and I know that was kind of an unexpected happening and my condolences to the family and my heart goes out to them. Um, and, you know, the group all together, because the way that that happened, it was just a sad situation. Um, you know, they were hanging out, having fun. Um, it was an altercation happened and him as a bystander ended up being caught in the crossfire and he ended up passing away in that situation. Um, but the, Houston police have stated that someone has been arrested um, on murder charges in the fatal shooting of rapper Takeoff, um, who was an innocent bystander to gunfire um, last month outside of a bowling alley in Houston. Um, I'm pretty sure there's going to be more details regarding that, but I did want to just go ahead and touch on it for a little bit because um, 
I'm not going to get into it. I, I don't like speaking ill of the dead, but I do like seeing justice happening um, when it comes to things that shouldn't have happened. Um, but there was a lot going on surrounding it. But I do like to see when justice happens in certain situations. But that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> Wait, uh, are you trying to say that the man deserved to die? or they? I would never say that someone to deserved die. to die. But <laughs> Are you saying he was a terrorist? I'm not saying karma. I'm not, we're not going to talk karma work, okay? I'm not in any way saying that anybody deserved to die. <laughs> but from what I was reading on Twitter, you know how people like, you know, in the instance when Kobe died, people were talking about, oh, he's a rapist. Like, okay, that was handled. This man has died. Yeah. Let's not get. Let's not rehash shit that don't need to be rehashed. Let it go. Right. Have some decency. <laughs> I don't know nothing about this man. I just know that his death really rocked a couple of people. Um. Because, that's, that's truly yeah. sad that that happened. Was it a black person? Do you know? Yes, he was. Not, not take off. Yes. The person who did it. I I I'm under the impression I can't confirm or deny, but I allegedly allegedly he's most black. likely. Wow. Um. We got to do better. We do. We got to do better. We got enough people killing us. <laughs> we got enough people killing us, man. Okay. So, also, so, there is a special task force in California for, <laughs> um, it's called the Reparations Task Force. Uh-huh. Um, it has nine members, and they released a report that has estimated that Black Californians, so for the state of California, um, Black Californians um, could receive more than two hundred and twenty-three thousand each in reparations mm -hmm. for the enduring economic effects of racism and slavery. Um, so that's the number is kind of like changing depending on you know what. Not the conversation of reparations. After I was saying, I want my forty acres and a mule. We need that. Run me my money. Um, Run me my money. And so it says those eligible for reparations, the task force said in March of 22, the report um, will be descendants of enslaved African Americans or free black persons living in the United States prior to the end of the 19th century. So that includes a lot of people. Um, Ooh, the white so, people about to be mad. <laughs> that will be an estimated 2.6 million black residents um, and around 2 million of whom are actually descendants of slaves. Um, mm, this about to stir some shit up. Yeah, and so it's, it's already created a lot of talk. Um, some of the people who are against it are, you know, some of the pushback is, you know, what about people who are having to pay who are not necessarily are directly responsible? Mm. Um, yeah. Aww. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Cry me a fucking river. Um, and so from what I can, looking back on, you know, how it took place, um, for the Japanese Americans who were in the, mm -hmm. um, internment camps. It happened they, a lot quicker for them though, didn't it? I can't speak to that. I can't even... I'm pretty sure there was a lot of, you know, people who deserved the money who didn't get it. You know how things happen and people in the, it's not executed right. I'm pretty sure that happened a lot. And some people fell to the cracks, but, you know, they were giving some, they were compensated mm -hmm. for the atrocities that were done to them. However, 
you know, as I owned a business that was worth, that could have been worth, you don't know, millions, billions to this day. And, you know, they were literally taking people's businesses from them. And their land. And, yeah, and their land and throwing them in internment camps. Yeah. Like, the value of what that property could have been or what that business could have been is not really measurable. And what they gave them was what I spoke on Poverty. previously was reparations. It's not what was owed. It's a settlement. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to reparations for black people, 233K is a settlement amount, not what's actually owed. And then when we look at um, Bruce's yeah. Beach, like they're offering to yeah. let them sell it for a certain amount if they would like back to the city. And I'm like, no, this, this shit is worth billions. What do you mean millions? You're going to sell it. You're going to offer us millions for it. This property is worth billions. And they know that, though. And, that's, and, and that's, they know that. They know offer that. You millions. Of course they know that. And, and this is the thing. It's like throughout time, throughout history, you look back and, and I understand that the conversation among white people uh, or whiteness, well, I, don't, I don't know what you want to call it, but I, I understand <laughs> that that non-black people would be upset and just say like, oh, well, you know, this, this should have been done a long time ago. And here's, I want to touch on a couple of things and I'm praying to God that I don't forget about them. Um, so keep that thought about Bruce. Don't mm -hmm. let me forget Bruce Beach because uh, I want to get into that. But what essentially what I want to say is um, a lot of people are saying like, oh, you know, this this should have taken place already. Well, so much time has passed. Just let it go. And I feel like too often we hear as black people that we should let it go. And slavery was so long ago and this, that and the third. Um, and and you guys should have been paid out. And we should have been paid out. We should have been paid out with our 40 acres and our mule, which we didn't get, you know, because what is the value of land? Millionaires are literally millionaires to this day because of what the land that they own, right? So my whole thing is we, we didn't even get what was due to us, right? Because of the racism that continued to exist and continues to exist to today because everybody has that same belief and they keep that same pulse about, you know, not paying up because, you know, well, it should have taken place so long ago, but back then it couldn't take place because you, you were called a nigger lover or you were, you know, uh, burned at, at the fucking stake or threatened to death, you know, for even believing that we des we deserved anything, you know, that we should have been lucky by just walking away with our simple little black lives, you know, and it's, it's really disheartening. It's discouraging. And it's like, OK, well, well, why should we pay out of our tax dollars? OK, well, first of all, why why did I pay out of my tax dollars for that police to kill my cousin the other week. <laughs> That's my money, right? That's my tax dollar, right? Exactly. And, and they killing us, right? Right. Okay, and let's not even forget, right, how they started. And they was chasing slaves, right? Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Um, on top of that, right? But then if you take into account, the, the, our money is, is going into schools that don't even service us. Right. Exactly. Do you hear us complaining? No. But then now you have an opportunity to to give tax dollars. Okay. So what? You weren't there when it happened. So what? You still been complicit through your silence of the shit that's been happening to black people year after year, month after month, day after day, second after second, millifucking second after millifucking second. Your ass was complicit in the crime. So how I feel about it is. You know, this little two hundred and and twenty three thousand dollars isn't nearly enough, but it's something 
We cannot keep saying like, oh, you know, well, so long ago, we got to just, you know, push that off. Let that go. No, no, we're not letting it go. No. Everybody else got their money. Jews, no, I don't hate y'all. So don't, don't start this. <laughs> Jews still making money. To this day, they still making money off of what happened to them. Y'all tell us black people to forget what happened to us. But y'all want us to remember what happened to Jews. It's not much different. We still remember what happened to other cultures. We didn't forget about that. Why should we forget to this day? Why are you saying that you shouldn't pay? Because you know your ancestors did that. Okay, everybody gonna feel like they shouldn't pay. But y'all still, some of these people are still making money off of what we did. The slavery, the free labor that we provided to them. Right. So uh, pay the fuck up. Because at this point, you know, it's just like, I feel like, suck it up. And there's a there's this belief that, okay, well, my only concern about all of this, right, when you think about the Bruce Beach, when you think about, like, everything that's going on, my biggest concern is how white people are going to act. Because we saw them storm the Capitol because Donald Trump was going to fucking leave presidency. So what do you think that this is going to do to to people like that? Do you think that that's going to be what catapults civil war? Like, I want to know what your thoughts are on this, because I think that this giving reparations, giving what's due to black people is what's going to tear this fucking country apart. I think that it's going to rip the fucking veil off of fake ass people. That's what I think. And I want to know what your thoughts are. Mm -hmm. uh, Donald Trump did not leave the presidency. I just want to clear that up. He lost. He lost fair and square. Um, that's how that's how it happened. <laughs> he, he and and, and the and the, and he yeah he he fought to the nail and the people that were behind him committed some very illegal acts and I hope that at some point they they have to reckon for what they did. Um, but going back to yes, those people there are people who still exist who are like that. Um, and I don't want to I don't want to get I don't want to sound like an anarchist. Um, but when it comes to, and this is specifically just for California, California has a task force and they're right. doing it. Uh, who knows what's happening in other states, but when it comes to California, I think if it actually does take motion, there's going to be a lot of pushback. Uh, but I think we're at a place where it's pay up or else. It's, there's no other option. It's pay up or else. And for me, I'm at the point of... Uh, as people are so angry of us actually receiving the funds, yeah, you ready? I don't care. Take yeah. all of the money, put it on a ship, and let it sell and let it burn. I just don't want you to have it because you're still benefiting from it. Is what yeah. they don't understand. All of that money, take it from them. If if it doesn't have to come to me, I still don't want the people who are benefiting from it to continue. Right, to and my, that's another thing. It's so funny that you mentioned that, right? Because going back to like uh, my whole thing is this: once we get the money. My biggest fear is that black people are going to pump it right back into, into, you know, white people. And I feel like instead of doing what they should do and rebuilding communities and things that are our own, right? Because I remember you, you talked about in a couple of episodes, well, why don't black people have our own communities? And it's just like, okay, well, every single community we built, they burned, right? Which I'm assuming this will probably happen again because it's happened throughout history and has not stopped. And you built Central Park after knocking down our neighborhoods, you know, Lake Lanier, you just you know, buried underwater. There's plenty of lakes with similar stories mm -hmm. and pretty, uh, plenty of parks with similar stories. And you just want a freeway, knock down the, the black neighborhoods, you know? 
um, inconvenience black people, inconvenience black people, their lives don't matter, their lives don't matter, you know, but all lives matter, but do it really to y'all because y'all don't like black lives. So make up your mind, pick your poison, you know, at this point. So my thing is with black people, what are y'all going to do with this $220,000? Because y'all going to have to figure out something to, to, to either one, if you do buy land, cause everybody going to pay Uncle Sam, but no matter if you white, black, purple, or green, you paying Uncle Sam, right? But whatever you decide to do with your money, do something that's like long-term. Like don't just be out there, you know, buying sneakers and Coca-Cola's and just pumping it right back into big corporations. <laughs> be smart about it. Um, yes, I agree. You know, you can't I get endorse, no land out here for that amount. I endorse that message. There, yeah, I doubt, <laughs> I doubt you'll get, in certain places you can get a decent amount of land with that amount. A decent, not a lot. But if every single black person and y'all come together, you and your entire family come together, y'all could buy you could, depending on the size of your family, you could buy a million dollar property. Right. Um, and still keep some of your money. Airbnb, that bitch, I'm just kidding. But yes, it, we're at a point where we have to, we have to, we have to. <laughs> we have to face what the country has done to black people. There has to be a reckoning. Mm -hmm. There has to be a, There has to be reparation. Yeah, because I just feel like to just expect us to just like forgive and forget when so much of this country has been built off of our backs and for us to get nothing from it in return, I feel like that's a little selfish, one. And two, to, to say like, oh, you know, well, we shouldn't be responsible is is selfish again. You know, and it's like, well, there's a lot of things that we pay for to the government that I feel like I shouldn't be responsible for, like taxes um, or Social Security, seeing as it ain't going to be around by the time I'm old as fuck. So, you know, there's certain things that like naturally I don't think I should fucking pay. However, you know, so much shit like I was like so much shit has been taken, taken from us, you know, like so much shit has been taken from us. But we we produce so much, yet we have nothing. Right. Um, but I do want to take a look at uh, Rhode Island's capital city because they have, um, they say they will spend $10 million in quote-unquote reparations. That's what the article states. And it could benefit white residents. Now, from reading the article, what it looks like is it's not really reparations. That's just clickbait. Um, it's a government-funded program that gives it's focused specifically on poverty and giving you know like grants for buying properties and things like that for people who are in poverty which would technically include a large population of people of color but it's kind of i guess like a loophole for cities i guess to market it as something that's for people who are in poverty as opposed to something that's specifically for black people. I guess that's their way of making it more palatable. Um, but it depends on how it plays out because, you know, there's inherent racism in systems. There's always been inherent racism in the housing market as far as how people who had access to home loans, who had access to certain things. So I think this program would kind of play to the advantage of lower income and families who are at a disproportionate rate black people and give the opportunities to them 
in not in a similar way, but in a comparable way that it did during the early, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, where, you know, racism gave the upper hand to white people concerning things as far as financial mm-hmm. housing and things like that. Um, so we'll see, we'll see where it goes. Um, because I guess if they market it that way, as opposed to specific reparations, but I want my reparations. Because you did it for you did it for the Japanese, you did it for every damn body else. She is. So I want to check that specifically to me, because y'all did some fuck shit to specifically black people in America. <laughs> no, for real. Um, we come here by our own fruition. Um, you said you had something else to say about Bruce's beats. Do you remember? Man, Bruce's beach completely flabbergasted me. Um, and did you get that TikTok that I sent you about, uh, Palm Springs and like, mm-hmm. and how the fire department had burned down their homes? The government was responsible and that's who needs to pay. And right. how do they get paid? By taxes. So it's going to come out of taxes regardless because that's how they get their money. Yeah. But the government's responsible. What so do you, and, and what do you feel about people saying like, uh, we don't we don't have the money because my my response was bitch make more. <laughs> Print. I got a printer. <laughs> Send me a PDF form of the bills. It's like, oh my god, that's gonna indebt us. I was like, well, no, I'm black people, black people are number one consumers. We gonna bleed that bitch right back into the economy. However, be strategic about how you bleed that bitch back. That's all I'm gonna say. And it's crazy. We don't have the money, but we we trying to we creating a military for outer space. <laughs> A whole new division of the military for the outer space. Mm-hmm. We send in money to help people fund wars that we're probably not going to see back. Who knows if it's grants, loans. We're not seeing that money anytime soon. We're, mm-hmm. we're okay with writing checks for things, for a lot of things that for some reason are high on the list of priority. However, I think, I don't know what is going through the minds of people when they think that you know oh this is something that we can avoid like you can't avoid it and i don't understand in what space that this like you know what the thinking is but like how do you think you're going to continue for for the the end of time that (laughs) the continuing of this country to continue to deny black people what is owed them and think that you know there's never going to be anything anything yeah and well i shouldn't pay because i didn't do it and Oh, you need to make it out and well, shut up. <laughs> you know the way I feel about it is just like, well, you know, if if the George Floyd's, Breonna Taylor's, like, you know, Sandra Bland, uh, Trayvon Martin, um, you know, I can go down the list of of the reason why people today should still be held accountable too, because they still doing the same fuck shit. You know, but that's just my personal opinion. Just like stop pointing the finger and just own up to the fact that America fucked up. And yes, the government is responsible. Yes, you know, this is a settlement. Is it what we're owed? Absolutely not. However, it's a goddamn start. A start. And it's and it's a better it's it's better than the alternative. And my pockets will fucking love it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On to what's been happening in the Senate. So, oh God, <laughs> let's just change the subject. Talk about relationships. I'm just kidding. Right. So, uh, the Senate 
passed a bipartisan leg- legislation uh, Tuesday to protect same-sex marriages. Uh, it was approved 61 to 36 and included support from 12 Republicans. Uh, and so basically, it's called, it's basically titled the Respect for Marriage Act. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just basically upholds that even if a state does not recognize same-sex marriage, if someone was married in a state that does acknowledge it, they would still have those same rights and protections in that state. Okay. And, you know, when it comes to certain things like health care. Or like when they pass away. Right. Things right. like that. Mm-hmm. And taxes and things right. like that. Um, which I think is... It's a good step because I do understand I do understand why we are fifty state and how and why each state has its own ability to opt out and opt into certain things when it comes to federal laws. But when we make a federal decision as far as same sex marriage on a federal level is allowed mm-hmm. and then on a state level they'll say your certain states say we don't recognize or we don't allow those type of of unions, it gets a little bit tricky because if the federal law is that same-sex marriage is legal federally, then it needs to be recognized in every single state. But also, every state should also have the freedom to say that you know we don't we don't allow or we don't like that same-sex marriage ceremonies or whatever they want to call it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm 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 okay with people being, and then you know how they like some people are like ah. Oh, there was this one lady who's you know I think she's in the process of getting sued because she's like oh I don't I don't want to make a website for a same sex couple, um and she just makes websites and things for people who are getting married, and so it gets into the you know discrimination discrimination, and mm-hmm. I'm just like to me I'm I'm of the viewpoint of. Find somebody else. Right. There are a lot of people who are willing to make a website for you. But people a lot are also willing to make a serial sewers, though, and they just like to sue just to sue. Um, or, you know, just want to get back at her because it's, it's their way of just saying, fuck you. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, luckily, we do live in America, and you do get to do whatever the fuck you want. Um, I wouldn't even want her energy exactly. in my shit, you know? You want to make my cake? Okay. Bye, bitch. Right. I'll find somebody who will. Right. Like, I, I don't know. Like, choose your fucking battles, you know, because my whole thing is there. there's always somebody out there that is probably more talented, more better. Just find those people. And there's some states, too, that say no that we don't even want to fucking be in. So, you don't right. even. Right. Are you choosing to live in Texas? That's on you. <laughs> you choosing to live in Arkansas. You choosing to live in. Kentucky and all these places. Right. That's on you. Right. You, and that's why we have 50 states. And we so go, and it's a republic. You got 50 <laughs> choices. <laughs> to, to opt in or opt out of. Right. Wow. Okay. So this is some good stuff, you know, this week. That's for sure. I know I wanted to talk a little bit about boundaries, but um, I, I feel like we don't have enough time. So... Um, I feel like we should have a segment for, you know, relationships and talking about relationships, but I don't know where to start, you know? Um, yeah, I think, you know, that that's something we should definitely open up to. 
maybe um you know provide the podcast um handle at misrepresented podcast on instagram for people to you know submit topics or things that they want to discuss or you know situations or scenarios that they want us to you know talk about or share on the podcast we would love to hear from our viewers um you know definitely feel free to hit us with a a like or a share for um the podcast on instagram right now because uh, i think we have a twitter but i can't really give y'all a handle right now because i don't remember off the top of my head so <laughs> i'm not a twitter person which is remarkable seeing as i used to have like 50 60 000 followers that's monetizable i'm not you I deleted my Twitter account because I just thought that Twitter, I, I thought it was trash. I, and the crazy thing was I used, shame. <laughs> um, <laughs> I used to um, tweet on Laker games and I used to tweet on like BET awards and things like that. And typically it would be about like Beyonce or something like, well, Beyonce decided not to show up and it would be like a joke or a meme. <laughs> then it would blow up. And that would get me followers and I would do follow trains back in the day when follow trains were popular and I had friends in high places and, you know, we would just always be on a follow train and just tweeting stupid shit. And I kind of fell off that bandwagon and I never hopped back on. So, yeah, I just decided I was going to delete it one day. And now that I've started the podcast, I regret that shit. But hey, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll put links uh, to socials in the description. I think they'll be clickable. Um, or at least don't be there. You can type them in. Um, but yeah, Twitter right now, she's, we don't know. She might not survive given the new, Elon. <laughs> the new Jesus powers Christ. at play. And then, you know, what's so funny is, um, that's another, I just, uh, I have no desire, but then again, I'm, I'm kind of falling off of Facebook. I, I have been seeing, um, I feel like we are getting some v like listeners because uh, I get podcast views, like searches in on the Facebook every week and specifically on Wednesdays. So for those that are out there listening, we appreciate and we love your support. Hello to you. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we definitely want to hear from y'all now. And I think I left a, a poll on Anchor. You know, I don't even remember what question I asked, but I definitely left a poll. Oh, it was about Shanquilla Robinson mm. and whether or not you thought her friends should all go to jail or not. <laughs> so, like, every single last one of them. Like, every single last one of them. So, we are still following that case, and we will keep you updated as we find out. Because I think everybody at this point loves Shanquilla and wants justice for her story. Because, boy, 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 boy. Boy, 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 boy. Is that, is that a... <laughs> it ain't right. It ain't right. It still just eats me up. Like, mm -hmm. it, I, I lose sleep over that case. I just be thinking about it all the time. And that's not... And I'm a true crime junkie. So, for me, um, this is definitely something that's right up my alley and very dear to my heart. Um, anything that's injustice or crime, they just tend to follow me. And this specifically is something that's just not okay. And um, we are all eager to know what the fuck is going on. And we are surprised that no one is talking. So um, we'll definitely keep you guys in the loop with that. And next week, we will introduce the relationship segment. And we'll talk something um, about that as well. Just because, 
I'm sure we can find little subjects and things that we have learned along the way, our experiences and, and crazy shit, and just talk about that. Yeah, we can definitely. <laughs> we both, we definitely got some stories. Right, I got, I got quite a few. To Today play. we ain't got time. We ain't got time. But we gonna make time to to have these crazy ass conversations because I think they're conversations that need to be had. You know, mm -hmm. um, relationships are hard today, and they're not what they used to be. Um, you know, in the past, and sometimes I always tell people, oh, I'm born in the wrong time period. I say it all the time. People are just like, bitch, me too. I'm like, God damn it, you know. I really wish that I was born during the time where people actually truly believed and loved and valued it. Now it's just like motherfuckers out here lost and they don't know left from right shit when it comes to their own self. Oh, to be a lesbian in the 1920s. Oh, God. <laughs> we, we was hiding underground, right? Right. Yeah. Um... Well, I think we... That, this, was a, this was fun. Yeah. It's been fun. Um, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Um, to misrepresented the podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and my co-host. It's your girl, Truth. Thank you so much, guys, for listening in um, this week. Uh, we hope to see you back next week, next Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, motherfuckers. <laughs>